What's up, Joe? What's up, Paul? What's up? What's hey. up? What's going on? What's up? Oh, Joe, you sound super far away. Can you give me another take? What's up? Okay, that's that's much better. <laughs> How's everyone going today? I know I just talked to y'all like 10 seconds ago, but how y'all doing? <laughs> doing good. good man. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so welcome, welcome everyone to the third episode of the Orbs for Days Clan podcast. It's your boy Wayne once again with the two co-hosts, Superfly Manai and Grim Bones. Y'all know what to do. Say what up. Konnichiwa. <laughs> yeah, what up, what right. up, what up? That is right, yeah, Paul, aren't you in Japan? Never mind. am I allowed to say this on the podcast? Yeah, you can say it, that's fine. Okay, my boy's in Japan, so there's like, what, a 13-hour... Um, 13 hour uh, difference between me and him since I'm on the East Coast and he's basically living in the future right now. How's it feel to be in the future, man? Aren't you like a part of Future War Cult too? <laughs> That's absolutely correct. That's not, that was uh, so lame. I'm so sorry for those that are listening. <laughs> that was stupid. No, honestly, it's nice. Um, it's just kind of like, it's just different. It's a little. It's a little different as far as trying to, you know, link up with you guys playing and remembering what time is what. I feel like I'm like, Oh, you know, it's this time, and then I find out it's actually a completely different time, and I'm just, like, harassing people when they're sleeping or, right. you know. <laughs> yeah, your boy, it's, like, noon right now for you, just to clarify. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. Dang, bro. Uh, anyway, well, it doesn't matter, but, Joe, how's your whole week been going, man? Anything new going on with you, man? It's been good. Um, yeah, I've just been checking out all the new content. It's been awesome. Yeah, speaking of new content, we're going to be talking about that tonight, obviously. And I guess, uh, let me pull up my notes, and I'm like completely unprepared. But we're going to be mainly talking about, you know, the future updates, what's happening. Uh, I have my notes here. There we go. I found you. Yeah, we're going to be talking about, you know, the summer solstice, obviously, is what we're experiencing right now. I think the summer solstice is going to last until Forsaken DLC comes out, of course. Um, but we're going to be talking about the weapon slot changes, milestones, you know, you know, the bulk shader deletion, you know, all the bonuses that are going to be coming in the uh, next update before Forsaken. But yeah, so we can just start with uh, the Forsaken. Uh, I mean, not Forsaken, uh, Summer Solstice. So how, how's how's everyone enjoying that so far? Uh, you can start. I'll start with you, Superfly. Um, it's going pretty good. Um, it is not I won't say like grindy, but uh, I mean there is a grind to it, and it's been fun for the most part. Uh, the armor's sick, and the fact that you know they were able to kind of give us like a little bit of a chroma look again is I, I'm very pleased with it. Um, what else? All the emotes are really cool. Like I already got my fishing one, which I love doing. I like that it changes between. If you're pulling in a boot or a fish or, you know, a Vex head or whatever that is, that I mean, that's neat. Yeah, from uh, what I saw, that was like Callus's robot head from what I saw. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it is. I mean, it's tough to, you got to kind of like turn the camera around when you're doing it so you can see it yourself, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he always, my hunter always looks so pleased when he's showing it off. Like, look what I got. <laughs> it is pretty dope. Um, you... Yeah, go ahead. I'm listening. No, I was just saying, then as far as like, so I know, like, you got to do it on, like, all three characters. I will say the only hiccup I saw so far is, and it's my own fault, I was already Legend and Valor, and I, re- I prestiged, I guess you would call it, if you play Call of Duty, you understand? 
And I didn't realize I should have just waited until I got my other characters to their uh, legendary gear because that's like how you get it to masterwork is you have to win a match while you're at legend status. So now I got to work my way all the way back up. But oh dang, okay. But I guess if you would rate, uh, you know, uh, this summer solstice so far with you know with the first impressions of, of the first week, what would you rate it out of ten? Um. 10 being like very pleased and having a lot of fun and one being I would like om- I'm really bored. Yeah, I would almost give it a 10 because this is the first time I feel like they are giving us something like almost worthwhile in the game. Like the DLCs have been kind of crap. I mean, at least now I feel like I have something to do and I have cool shit that I'm getting, cool stuff that I'm getting from it and just, I don't know. I, I give it an 8 or a 9 or a 10. At least a, like a high A. Okay. All right, so uh, Grim Bones, what about you, man? How are you enjoying the summer solstice? Bro, I'm super excited about getting my shirt. I got I got the shirt from the <laughs> summer solstice in like 10 minutes. Dang. Like, give me that shirt. <laughs> Dang, you're committed, man. Holy smoke. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but uh, no, so there's been a couple things that have uh, actually surprised me, which I thought was awesome because this game, it's actually been a while since it surprised me. I guess my rating would be an 8 out of 10, and I want to say that uh, the critical two points are probably just because of some of the bugs I've been reading about. Uh, some of the bugs haven't particularly happened to me, but if they had, I would have been, like, super annoyed about it. Um, one of the things that really surprised me was on one of the levels, and this is going to be a spoiler alert for the people who haven't played, was uh, it was the Fallen level, and at the end you face these three different, or this giant, freaking uh servitor and it splits into three and then splits into six and then it splits into eight like each of them like starts splitting apart and i remember the first time i did that i was like okay okay like I, like they're just servitors all over the place and i was just like wow i did not expect this at all yeah same same uh i ended up dying a lot uh my second go around so when i upgraded my gear from uncommon to rare I uh, I had a hard time like just doing that level. I was I was I was so just annoyed, but uh, yeah, it was mind blowing. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought that was cool. Mm, yeah, I really like that you can upgrade the armor too. So that's kind of like a you have like something you can push forward and two, and it's not it's not impossible. It's hard, but it's not impossible. Yeah, true. What I kind of like. True. Okay. Well, yeah. Like so, for me, um, I really enjoyed the summer sol- solstice so far. Uh, it's really fun. And personally, for me, I think it's really freaking grindy, um, a little tedious, but I mean, in a good way, you know, so I got things to do. I like the fact that <laughs> I actually tweeted about this, basically saying, like, I knew that there were going to be hiccups and surprises in the story missions that we that we were replaying, but I just didn't know where to expect them or when they would pop in. And that's what would surprise me. So I'm honestly playing these missions as I as I know you know, as if I know, you know, what's going to happen. I'm just like rushing through with confidence. And then out of nowhere, I run into like a horde of dogs or something that I'm not expecting. And then I die, you know, or something just because I'm being reckless and I played the story missions. But um, yeah, no, I thought it was pretty decent so far, given like, I agree, like an eight, maybe a nine out of 10. Um, it's, it's definitely nice that we're getting a free event that is actually uh, impacting our experience in terms of like uh, leveling and, um, uh, you know, aesthetics. I think the gear looks awesome all all around. Um, yeah, it's you're working towards a goal. It's not just like you know something centered around 
you know, micro trans micro transaction spending, which is a breath of fresh air, you know. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, I'm having a good time. Uh, but here comes the juicy part of the podcast where we can talk for hours. Juicy. Juicy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm really excited for is the 2.0.0 update that's coming uh, August 28th. That's like, I believe, a week before Forsaken actually comes out. And that's where we get weapon slot changes, milestone and challenge updates, director updates, whatever that means. Heroic story missions. That should have been there already, but bulk shader deletion, which I know everyone's happy about. You might as well just, if you got a thousand shaders, don't even try. Just wait till the 28th. Um, and 200 additional volt slots. So you'll have a total of 500, which I feel that's not even enough for a lot of hoarders out there. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it's really awesome. So we get to start from weapon slot changes. So we all know that the uh, we're going to have those weapon slot changes where we can have like certain hand cannons or energy weapons or heavy weapons that are going to be considered uh, secondary weapons. So I guess like the, the Destiny developer said, we can kind of have the same loadout as Destiny 1 or Destiny 2 or just a combination of the two where we can kind of go crazy. And I'm excited that, that we're going to be doing that. Oh, another thing I forgot we're going to talk about as well. We're going to talk about that reveal stream that's going to be happening on August 7th, uh, talking about uh, just time to kill or upping up the power or damage or something like that. But I know the the developers released a short little trailer video of uh, them using uh, a better devils and deliberately three tapping someone. So it's like a Destiny 1 thing. So we're all excited. I, at least I'm excited about it. But uh, regarding uh, weapon slot changes, I mean, we talked about this a lot. You know, you guys have any opinions on any of this stuff? You know, Joe, I mean, Joe, you can start first if you want. Any opinions on any of that? Uh, so I'm not big on hand cannons, but I know uh, everybody who uses hand cannons has been waiting for this to come back. And I think rightfully so. I mean, when you think about a hand cannon in real life, uh, I think this game has kind of sold that short. I mean, it's called, it's a cannon in your hand, you know? Like, right. it should be back in a wallop. Uh, and I think they definitely need to bring that back. Uh, the other stuff I'm excited about, again, Destiny needs to, I mean, the guys, they got to hit it out of the park on this one, I think. You know, if they, yeah. if this doesn't do good, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt the franchise pretty bad. Yeah, I agree. It's going to hit hard. Like, I mean, people already have high expectations because they're literally making a statement. And not only with the video, but, you know, there the, there's Destiny developers, you know, on Twitter just, you know, saying one, two, three, or just saying three or, you know insinuating letting you know that hey you know the three top hand cannons are back and it's not and i'm sure it's not just hand cannons that they're going to buff but you know they're making a, a a difference in time to kill and i'm wondering how that's going to be but i'm really excited for it and I, I remember last podcast we talked about uh or how you specifically mentioned how maybe you know the players just need to adapt to how the game is and just get better and uh i mean i'm still excited for this though you know regardless of the case but uh yeah, no, I'm with you on that. If they don't knock this out of the park, then, I mean, I'm still going to play it, but people are going to be ticked off. Right. Uh, I think the weapon slot stuff thing is is cool. I'm interested to see how it's going to work out. Uh, I think it's uh, it's good that Banshee's actually going to get some more job to do, you know, <laughs> rather than just polishing that same that same pistol. Uh, weapon slots. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> that dude just needs something to do seriously in the tower that dude's going crazy yeah um 
And then the mass uh, mass deletion of the shaders, like I'm I'm really looking forward to that because that just gets annoying. Yeah, I think I mean yeah. I do remember the developers tell, telling us why they didn't incorporate that right away. I mean, I guess it was a more delicate than, you know, people thought, you know, because, I mean, I'm not a developer. I don't know anything about uh, anything of what they do. So, you know, but, uh, I mean, we're getting it now, so I'm feeling good about that. Uh, what about Heroic Story Mission? Oh, well, before we even get on that, well, Paul, you got any uh, – you can chime in at any time, Paul. What about uh, you? What do you think about weapon slot changes and et cetera? Well – all right, so when we talk about this, I'm going to break some hearts because, you know, when someone breaks my heart, I got to re- return that favor. Oh, boy, here we go. Uh, <laughs> I was doing a little bit of not research, just, you know, seeing what's out there on social media. So Bungie actually tweeted, it was uh, whatever his name is, DMG or whatever. He tweeted out that the video of the hand cannon three tapping is not the hand cannon three tapping. There is solar splash damage in the background or from the rocket or whatever. Oh, so Bungie has, <laughs> Bungie has no intention of making hand cannons three tap, which broke my heart a little bit. And I think that's an injustice to the game only because like, you know, Joe's right. Like you just got to play with whatever's available, play with the best guns. If you want to be the best, I get that. But at the same time, like I don't have fun using a vigilance wing, which is a pulse rifle that shoots five bullets. Like, it's an exotic, so it, that's a good feature. Like you can shoot more than just three. I get it, but like at the end of the day, like that is just not fun for me. So it's not that I won't use it to win, but I would rather be able to use what I like to use and have right. a level playing field. That's really all I care about. Um, and you know, with the range drop off, that I think they've actually done better in Destiny Two than Destiny One. Like you can have a hand cannon in a medium range area, be a hand cannon, and then if they're a little bit too far, like feel the effects of your bullets not doing as much damage. Um, but yeah, that's enough. I'll say on that. I know we talked about it last week. As far as uh, shaders go, I also heard that it's not like you're going to be able to delete a hundred or a thousand shaders at one at one go. You're going to be able to delete five shaders at a time, which means oh, no. that you are at five hundred percent faster at deleting shaders. But <laughs> I hope you don't have hundreds and thousands of shaders. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. And you have to go to Cryptarch to do it. So you'll go to Cryptarch and you'll be able to do like, I think it may be as easy as clicking it though, not holding the button. Like mm-hmm. where you, you might be able to just click and delete five at a time. So if that's the case, it'll still be faster, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see. <sighs> wow, that broke mine. That was, there that was a bummer. Paul just pooping on the yeah, party. Sorry. Wow. Seriously. Sorry. Taking a big old runny dump on everybody. I want you guys to stay up tonight and just lay in bed with your eyes open, staring at the ceiling. Why? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> well, but you know. Watch, I'll finish up real quick. As far as like weapon slots, I think that's cool. I did hear that. Uh, what's it called? The main ingredient, the you know Vanguard Fusion, will be in your second slot. So that is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to see what else they kind of put there as like its natural home because that's going to be pretty intense. Like having that in PVP along with, you know, a rocket or something like that, it's going to definitely change it up. I don't know if they're classifying like what sniper is deemed like your middle tier sniper or like I'm still a power weapon. I mean, like the whisper of the worm, like if you give me that as my second, I mean, that that's a really good, it's a hard hitting sniper. I don't yeah, know if I did PVP, I'd probably use a different sniper just for, you know, speed and mobility and things like that. But, um, I'm excited. 
I think that this is the way it needs to go. I'll probably play a very similar setup to Destiny One. Yeah, but, most most likely I will too. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'll definitely experiment experiment in that in that uh, aspect. Yeah, no. Uh, regarding what you said about that, I mean, man, like I don't know, man. I hear I hear you, and I'm not I'm not saying I don't believe what you're saying. I just want to see it for myself, you know. So when that stream comes on, like whether it's three top or not, I mean. I just I just need to see it, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like they they need to if they're going to advertise and you know get everyone's expectations up, and, and and if they're being vague, then they need to. I mean, it makes you wonder. Like if they just like fail to meet expectations, it's like, do you even know who your audience is anymore? It's like I don't even understand. Like you put you put one two three, you just put the emphasis on three. You show that video. And like I said, I'm not didn't, not necessarily like knocking what you're saying, but I, I'd rather just see it for myself, you know, and I'm very excited either way. I guess you could say I'm cautiously optimistic, I'm still excited, but it's just like, oh, man. Just, yeah, no, I, I, I'm right there with you. When I, when I heard that, because I hadn't seen the trailer yet, I was like, about time. They're making hand cannons relevant again. Like, I'm excited. I'm going to have a sniper in my second slot, a hand cannon that can kill people in my – first slot like it all sounded good i guess it all sounded too good to be true at this moment because if that's the case where i mean maybe it's a four tap i mean who knows we don't know that would be better than what it's probably at now but you're right right. we're just gonna have to see i'm sure they'll talk about it at the stream because it's gained so much traction yeah but i mean apparently yeah there was like a disclaimer put out like hey it wasn't intended to show you that it you know they're all gonna three tap now it's just it's, you know, but who knows? I'm excited yeah. to kill is going to go down at least a little bit. So I'm excited for that regardless of, you know, anything helps. Yeah, true, true. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I, this was going around a lot late, recently. Um, I had no idea this was happening. Um, I haven't been playing a lot of PvP consistently, but I'm assuming y'all would, especially Grimbones here. Um, do you guys ever hear that? Bungie took skill-based matchmaking out of quick play playlist. I mean, personally, I've been like watching videos um, of people's opinions on it, and I watch Lono uh, say no to rage. I really value his perspective um, a lot, and I tend to agree with him more often than not. But regarding, uh, I remember watching one of his videos, and he was saying, basically, it's not really as beneficial to have skill-based matchmaking in a quick play playlist because, um, well, I mean, like it's it's rare that you'll run into people that are like, you know, gigs or luminosities level, you know, it's, it's just rare that you'll find one of those. Um, I think it builds a lot of, uh, you know, variety, you know, in gameplay and less monotony. I mean, you know, I get it, you know, you want to, you know, you know, fight people around your same skill level, but I feel like I've, cause I, I guess either way, it doesn't matter that much to me cause I still have fun for the most part, but I do enjoy, a little bit of variety. I like, I enjoy pub stopping, but at the same time, I do like a challenge. So we've all been there to the point where we're like, we would pub stomp some people, you know, uh, a couple of games. And then we just face a really, really hard team. And we're like neck and neck. And, you know, when we win or lose, it's, it's still kind of a good feeling because the losses don't hurt as much because you're not constantly struggling to win. You feel what I'm saying? As if, skill-based matchmaking was on but uh honestly i I don't really give a crap if skill make skill-based matchmaking was really on or not but if you would ask me like if you if i had to make a choice i would say hey take it off quick play playlist because it's quick play 
Um, but when it comes to competitive, that just seems to make more sense because it's competitive and the stakes are higher. Thus, the rewards are higher. Um, well, Paul, what do you think about skill-based matchmaking, you know, being being in or out of quick play? Um, well, it's like a double-edged sword. Of course, I, I agree to the concept that quick play should just be quick play. It should be connection-based. It should be fun. It should be fast. It should be easy. However, I also feel, and maybe it's because the Destiny community is like, dwindled down from what it used to be um i feel like there's bigger gaps in skill so you may have a couple dudes that are just average like i am just average players and then you have like a handful of maybe 13 year olds maybe they're just not skilled adults i don't know but i just feel like when you look at the end results you have like one guy on the other team that's like much better than everybody and then the other five are in a nice normal like 20 kill chunk all you know 1.0 to 1.5 something like that a decent little range of kad and then you'll get like my team when i and this is like mostly for losses and you'll see a couple of us if we're playing together at the very top with 25 30 kills as well you know in that range and then you look at the bottom and it's like 10 4 5 like and their kds are like 0.2 0.1 like it's very lopsided in that department. I've very rarely seen games. Well, I'm not going to say that. So, because we've lost by one point, like five games yesterday. But (laughs) it's either just super close or it's super, like, practically you're either getting mercyed or on the doorstep. Like, I haven't seen too many where you lose by, like, 15 points. Or, like, they're close, but they're not too close where it's, like, kind of a cushiony lead. But I don't know. I think that competitive needs to stay a competitive atmosphere, which – clearly needs a lot of work. I think that it needs to go back to a D1 style. Yeah. But as far as quick play, I enjoy not having to worry. It's just kind of frustrating sometimes when you can feel the other team is just playing better because, you know, some of the guys on your team just aren't adequate. Yeah. Okay, so I guess another question I wanted to add on top of that for you, uh, Superfly. Um, are you enjoying your um... – quick play experience more often before than now i mean or does it really matter mm, i guess yes um i wasn't i'm not a, because i'm getting used to only playing quick play with 6v6 like it's kind of feeling better and better i mean normally it takes me a day or two to get into iron banner because of the 6v6 it's just if you give us new maps i know they're giving us three and playstation gets four but if you give us more larger maps that are like better designed for the 6v6 playlist and it goes back and it stays the way it is i think that that's probably the best experience you're going to have when it comes to quick play and to answer your question yes i think lately when playing with you guys like joe and uh, ryan and you and you know whoever else is on i do have more fun playing quick play by myself i don't know okay I mean, okay all right so yeah uh grim same question for you man i mean like obviously do you even notice that there was a, a difference in, uh, you know, connect, you know, skill base? Did you even notice if skill based matchmaking was removed or in six v six playlist? Yeah, and, dude. And if you are, I freaking. So I play, I play Crucible enough to notice like any small difference, but I noticed it like a huge way. So like normally, if I play like competitive, I'd win like four of the matches maybe out of like twelve, and then now I win like none of the matches, and like in half of those I would lose by like you know, something, like, acceptable. And, like, quick play, I feel the same thing. Like, 
my KD will still be like really high, but the people I get matched with just are terrible. They're just terrible. And then the other team like just always runs through us. I'm playing Crucible right now. I just killed five people in a row, and my team has a score of five, and it's control. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell is going on right now, dude. Mm, but okay. I don't like it. I don't know what changed, but I know they said that, like, uh, I don't know. I just feel like now whenever I connect, like, the other team is always going to have, like, dominating alphas, and I'm just stuck with these, like, beta males. Mm, I hear you. Are you. For the most part, are you, like, alone? Are you doing? Are you solo queuing for the most part when these matches happen? Uh, yeah, but I I noticed the overall losses even when I'm matched up with some of you guys. I mean, Paul, like Paul was saying the other day, we were playing and it was like, dude, we literally lost five matches by one point, one point, dude, on control and one point on like the freaking uh, Slayer or whatever it's called, the death match. Okay. Version of uh, Crucible. Okay. But we lost five matches playing both of those by one point. One point, dude. <laughs> like, how does that – you have any idea how frustrating that is? Especially when you're trying to upgrade this armor? It's pretty frustrating. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you on that. That's quite the bummer. Uh, I mean, I, I feel for the most part, I, I feel pretty indifferent, you know. Uh, don't really care too much. But, uh, I mean, I like hearing different people's perspectives on it. But like I said, for the most part, I mean, I, I'm kind of down for the – you know, uh, change and you know, uh, change change of pace in the crucible. I I, I kind of like it being lopsided. I, so like, no one likes to lose. Obviously, no one likes to you know eat the dirt. But um, I I feel like I can stomach the losses more. Like I said before, when I know um the next game I could crush it. You know what I mean? Just I don't know. I I'd rather just uh, have that consistency of of uh, experience and variety of of experience rather than having every single game be like toe to toe. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'd rather reserve that for the competitive playlist. And obviously, like Paul said, the competitive playlist needs some work in terms of just <laughs> – I think they need to bring freaking – I think they need to bring the radar back. And, yeah, I mean, whatever. Breach. <laughs> and it's uh, partly – partly it's because I know I'm not that good when it comes to competitive, but it also incentivizes people to be a little more campy, um, just as a lot of people predicted. Um, it, it also enforces more players to stick together even more, um, in my opinion, uh, based off of what I've been based off of my own experience. Um, obviously, I don't have any data or any statistics to back that up, but um, I, I can you know, assume the majority of the Destiny community feels that way. Um, it was fun at first. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say fun. It was tolerable with, with the team at first. God forbid, if you're solo, you might as well just kill yourself. Um, but it's uh, thanks. I'm playing solo right now. No, <laughs> well, this will be your last podcast. I'm gonna go, ju- I'm gonna go jump off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, I agree with Paul too. I mean, I can't help but I, I, I want them to bring back elimination. You know, skirmish, something. I, I would prefer that, would, that. Yeah, I just don't care for countdown. If anything, I, I after this countdown, after this podcast, what. I need to do, and I encourage you guys to do the same. I'm a, if Crucible Labs is actually available, and for those for those of you that don't know, Crucible Labs is a basically a beta a beta testing field. Uh, you know, so the developer can so the developers can actually see what's working, and they can just do some testing here. Um, if you go to the map and just go click Crucible, Crucible Labs should be like in a corner somewhere. And uh, I believe this week it's called uh, Lockdown or something, where it's like old school. 
uh, control where the control points actually matter and kills kind of don't. So you don't get points off of kills or you don't get progression off of kills. But basically, uh, you got, you know, you got control. And, uh, for example, if you have two points, uh, if you have A or A and C locked down, for example, then you'll start to get a, you'll get a percentage of points on your team and it'll just continue to progress. But if uh, someone – Say it. They had that in D1, though, right? What was it called? It, it, they did. It was just called control. It was, it was called zone control. Excuse me. Zone I mean, control. It was, it was zone right. control. And it was like 10 points. It was like not a lot of points, but over time. Yes, it, over time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, so kill, the point is kills didn't count. But what I like about this one particularly is that um, you could end the game almost any time. Um, you could flip the table. So one team can be like at 99%. And then someone just can contest and get all three points, you can win the game. And that that's that's the that's what makes it exciting. If you get all three points without them being contested, um, you win the game by default. And I think that's really interesting. It is a four v four playlist. Um, I think there is a radar. Um, I need to try that, and I think that just seems more fun because it shows you it, it's zone control. You know what I mean? It's it's a little more skill and communication at that point. Um, from what I've seen, uh, spawn times are a, a little longer. You know what I mean? Because, you know, the stakes that play, so you kind of have to be careful on how you engage. But, yeah, for the most part, though, uh, I kind of lost my train of thought. But we were talking about skill-based matchmaking. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so so right now I know that my KD is going to be super high, and I know the rest of the people on my team is going to be, like, super low. We're probably going to lose the match. So my my kill-death ratio has gone up a lot since the change. But my losses have gone up a lot too, which is, it's just odd to me. Yeah. Um, like I said, for the most part, I am pretty indifferent about that stuff. I just don't really care. Um, I mean, I do care, but I mean, I guess I, I just want more uh, variety in uh, in the weapon usage in the Crucible, and hopefully, we can get some of that with this new um, stream that's coming up yeah well you know we got like gambit coming out too i'm interested in that i'd be down and that's something that you know people who don't normally play a lot of crucible would be interested so like my wife brooke so she doesn't really like you know going against like real people she likes killing the monsters in the game right so this is you're going to be killing the monsters in the game but competing against other people i think that totally appeals to her audience yeah, I agree. I think this was kind of meant for, you know, it's, it's you're you're liter- literally mixing the best of both worlds, you know, together. It kind of reminded me of Halo 5 where they it was called Warzone or something. I don't know what it was. Called. Oh yeah, Warzone. Yeah, that was fun. I I I wasn't even really even good, but I I knew I was just dedicated to killing like the ads, the AI. I wasn't really good at right. PvP, but I was like, you know what? Well, then you had boss battles at the end too. It was cool. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um yeah, I think this is a pretty short podcast. Um, I really have nothing to really to add unless you guys want to ramble on about more Destiny junk. Any, um, I, wanna... I wasn't really going to like ramble or anything, but you brought up, uh, I can't remember what it's called now, something about like destinations or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, right. You know, we should probably get back. I feel I'm such a bad host. Um, <laughs> are you talking about uh, milestones and challenge updates or heroic story missions? Uh, no. doing... It was the other one. The last, yeah, you had one more. That you... Director updates? I have no idea. Yeah, directory updates. I think that's so that we can go and play old missions, specific strikes, things like that. Like, it's going to be more Destiny 1 style where you oh. can go to the map and click and do what you want to do. Yeah, true. 
Um, actually, I got a question for you both. Actually, well, are you, anything else you want to add, uh, Paul, with that? Nope. Nope. That was okay. It. I got a question. So do you think um, when Destiny 2 just came out, in my opinion, I'm, I'll just say my piece, but um, when Destiny 2 first came out with those story missions, um, do you prefer that the story missions w- uh, should have been or should have been an option to be as difficult as they are now with the summer solstice changes? Um, at least you think you think you should have had that option. I think you should have had the option to make it difficult because uh, I don't know. I feel like when you're busting through a mission and really trying and, you know, you, you can overcome, but you could definitely feel the resistance. I feel like you can appreciate the story more and the game more. And you feel like you've accomplished something because you've overcome something so difficult. I think that should have been an option to make it hard in the beginning. What do you guys think? Joe, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. You you threw like a lot in there. What what exactly am I? Oh no. So so basically, I, uh, so you know how like the summer solstice missions are kind of difficult now, right? Like revamped. Um, do you think that should have been an option uh, when the game first came out? Like something you you could have picked. You could have made those missions a little difficult for you rather than the easy start. Mm, so. I kind of feel like this summer solstice thing, right? You kind of have a goal. You're trying to like do this armor. Unless they had like something f- for me to reach for, I don't think I would do something like harder. Okay. You know, I get it. That's like, if there's no if there's no win for me, then on some of that stuff, I don't I don't feel as like the way that I play like uh, that I like want to do that. You know, it's kind of like uh, the nightfall stuff. It's like oh well, there's like these special weapons. There's kind of that motivation, right, to play nightfall or grind nightfalls. But then it's like if you didn't have it, then it'd just be like, okay, well, I'll just do the nightfall like once to get the the engram for the week. But it's like it, you know. Yeah. What about you, Paul? What's your feelings on it? Um, so I was gonna say that I kind of, I kind of do like that, where for me personally, like not right away, but let's say like um, you beat the story mission, right, and then. You well, let's say you beat the whole campaign. That's probably easier. So you beat the campaign, and it's on like a regular, normal, like level. Then you can go through the whole story mission again if you wanted to, on like a heroic version, right? And then there could even be like a prestige version, and link it up to like where if you're doing heroic strikes and heroic story missions. I, I know you could do dailies, and I guess that's probably the same thing, but because we didn't have that, I'll just keep going on this example. Um, but that you can like get better gear that way and you can maybe get new emblems and there's like maybe, uh, you know, specific gear sets or weapons that you can acquire by beating the story on this mode or, you know, like that way do you get in, uh, incentive, like Joe kind of said, if there's no incentive, he wouldn't do it. But that way, yeah, for the people that do play more, there's something to do or, the people that want more of a challenge can do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like it's not something that would be that hard for them to do, especially because we have these little nightfall cards. Imagine if you had one for like story missions. Yeah. That, that would be nice. I think at the end of the day. Uh, so that, that concept would definitely, I think would probably appeal to me, but I don't know. Well, I just kind of think of it like, you know, there, there's other things I can like challenge myself. if I want to challenge myself, but. I don't know these Redux missions in particular. I'm just like, maybe it's just because I I, I kind of don't care for them right now, and I think it's just because I've done so many. Right. I, I think um, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I feel what both of you guys are saying, but I believe at the end of the day, there needs to be a carrot at the end of a stick. It's just like, 
I mean, yeah, granted that we, we all enjoy playing the game, but we play the game to get stuff. You know what I mean? It's a combination of both of how it feels, but also the rewards we get. And if the rewards don't really just justify, I'm sorry, if the difficulty uh, doesn't really, you know, justify the reward, um, then what are we doing? You know what I mean? I, uh, I, I keep thinking about Monster Hunter. Mon- every, and, I, I never, and I never even played Monster Hunter, but I do know that, you know, specific monsters would drop specific parts or weapons or et cetera uh, if you killed them. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, even if it's, even if that's like an unoriginal idea to put in the, in the game or as a mechanic, uh, why not? I mean, like people want to feel like people love wearing, you know, enemies that they've killed on their body. And uh, despite how ugly it may look, it just, it's, it's awesome. I don't know. All I could right. think about was that giant sniper rifle that Hobgoblin had. You, that, yeah, that you guys were just doing that knife off for who knows oh, how bro. long. That. Yeah, I would love to use that. I would, I would love to use Gaul's gun at the end. Did you see his gun? It looked like the visual swing, but like, like it could bench press four hundred pounds. <laughs> That'd be dope. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no. Honestly, if you guys have anything else to add, to anything. Oh, I actually I do have something that just happened. So I just won that Crucible match, and it counted as a legendary uh, Valor achievement just because I've prestiged several times. So I oh, think you just awesome. have to hit legendary once on that because I'm at I'm at heroic right now for like the fifth time, fifth or sixth time, okay. just because I keep resetting to get the masterwork things, um, and it counted for me for my armor when I just played that one match. So oh nice, that's great news. You just got to get it once, so it should be good news for for you, Paul. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, you were just talking about that. <laughs> Uh, Paul, you got anything else you want to add? Anything else? Uh, no, I think I'm pretty good. I, I said my piece. Okay. Uh, where's, where's Adam? I mean, honestly, if we just let Adam talk, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, half dude. Hour, <laughs> we might be half the, Joe, you might be right. He might be half the podcast. We're at 38 minutes. Maybe. We're over an hour. <laughs> we're done. Yeah, normally our podcast. I was joking about that the other day, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth, though. I love you, Adam. Yeah. Uh, He's going to be all like, that's it. <laughs> He's just like, like... <laughs> Yeah, no longer. He's probably in the room with you right now. Yeah, with his, he's like rubbing his like bayonet off. You know, oh my god, <laughs> he's got like rope and a sack waiting for you, <laughs> or a sack full of pennies. Oh my gosh, dude. Oh god. Yeah, but look, that's it. All right, so thank you everyone for tuning in for yet again another episode of the Orbs for Days Clan podcast. Um, like I said, we're gonna try to do this every single week. And as we continue to do this, we'll try to um, evolve and add some things, maybe some Q&As, maybe. Uh, we'll continue to add more guests. Oh, I completely forgot to apologize in the beginning. Um, we, were, we were supposed to have a surprise guest uh, today, but unfortunately, due to my uh, bad communication skills, um, it couldn't happen. So we'll try to get them on next week, and I'll be uh, on top of it a little bit more. And uh, maybe I should uh, take a little bit more notes. Um, this feels like it was kind of like, out of nowhere, you know, just spare the moment. But, um, yeah, we will definitely uh, evolve and do more things. And until next time, we'll see you guys in orbit. Bye. Bye. Felicia. Toodles. (laughs)